Hey friends, you're listening to Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry, a place where you can discover your purpose, your passion, and a place to get tips to get zest for your life back. Keep listening. Every Monday and Thursday, new uploads and tons of laughs right here. Welcome to Whole Heart. Hey friends, it's Monica C. Guidry. I am so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry. I am excited about today because today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is emotional intelligence. I consider myself and did take an online test and it said that I am emotionally intelligent. (laughs) I don't know how true that is, but we have a professional with us today that's gonna be talking about it and she will go a little bit more in depth and school me on whether or not I really am or I really am not. And those of you who are listening in on how to be more more emotional intelligent or to sharpen the tools and toolbox that you already have. And the person that I have today is, her name is Amy Volstead. She is a psychotherapist. She's a licensed professional. So that means that the information that she's going to be providing is going to come from a stream of schooled information and knowledge. And I'm sure personal insight as well. She is the assistant director to Extravagant Love Project, which is a nonprofit in Pittsburgh where they combine the spiritual and emotional to empower women in vulnerable situations. So if you would please welcome Amy Bullstead to Whole Heart. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, Monica. I'm great. Thanks for having me today. Oh, no problem. I'm so glad that you're on. I The first time that I met you was at Oasis City Church, my church, and you were down with your best friend, Denise. And I remember you talking to our team and I was just so blown away. I was just so like completely leaned into everything that you were talking about. And I don't know if it was about emotional intelligence, but I think it was emotional health, which is mm-hmm. pretty much all the same thing. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. It is the same thing. I mean, we have different terms. We've got, you know, EQ, um, EI, emotional health and, and really, yeah. What I believe I was talking about, um, emotionally healthy spirituality that day. And it, you know, I think a lot of times, especially in the church, we think if we are spiritually healthy, then we must be emotionally healthy, but they're really two very different things and, um, need a different focus. And, God, you know, God wants us to be body, soul, spirit, healthy. And so that's a, a real passion of mine is teaching on that and um, yeah, sh- sharing that. A lot of people don't, we don't, le- I don't know, we don't learn these things. We don't. Well, yeah. We don't, which is why it's so important now, uh, but we'll get to that because I don't want to, I don't want to go too far down this, this, this trail. First, sure. let's, let's, let's tell people exactly what emotional intelligence is is for those that are tuning in that are like, what, what is that even? I don't even know. So, sure. that down. so yeah, it's, I mean, most people know about IQ and, um, which is intellect and, and they can measure IQ. And so this is kind of a way to emotion, to measure emotional intelligences. And it's, it's the ability to perceive, to use, uh, understanding to manage and handle emotions. Yeah. Um, so so being just how you manage your own emotions, how you can manage other people, you have um, empathy, self-awareness, self-regulation, um, and then social skills. That all falls in with em- emotional intelligences. And, it, you know, why this is so important, um, especially it's getting a lot of buzz right now, is mm-hmm. because just, uh, I think in the past, 
people thought if you have a high IQ, um, intellectual intelligences, you'll be successful. And they're showing like, no, actually EQ or emotional intelligence is a greater determination of success, um, especially with leaders. Uh, it's, a, it's a huge thing for, for leadership, but people who are have emotional intelligences are just more successful in relationships and business. They're healthier physically. Um, and so, so why yeah, would, it's kind of- Why would you say that is? Why? Because we have always been told, like everything that I remember growing up was all about in- intelligence, right? You take yeah. the IQ test to see, you know, where you rank, where you rank in um, the fold of, of, of life, right? And you determine your, I know, I guess your success or you base your success off of, off of that IQ. And now we're learning, like you said, that emotional intelligence is also, if not more important than intellectual yeah. intelligence. So why, why is that? I, I think because, you know, again, IQ can get you into college. It could get you into a successful job, but it's EQ. It's the emotional intelligence that's going to help you to manage your job and manage relationships or manage stress. Yeah. Um, you could, your IQ could get you somewhere, but I, I always say, but your EQ is going to keep you there. Right. It's going to keep you there and help you to be successful. Um, I know a lot of very smart people who have high IQs and have low emotional intelligences and they, they're just a lot of chaos. There's a lot of, um, there, I, I look at them more as like managers, mm, you know, they might right. have a, a job or uh, be a leader in a job, but they're not good leaders. They're more managers. They're like telling people what to do. They don't know how to connect. Yeah. Connection or bond or lead people by, understanding their people. And so that's why it's really important because when you can do that, when you can connect with people, yeah. you could take anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so that's why it's more important, I would say, than IQ. It'd be uh, great to have both. Wouldn't it be great to have high IQ and high uh, IQ? Absolutely. That would be great. I wonder if there are, <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there that are like that, but it's kind of like, is that unfair? You know, if that's, unfair to have both right you know, strong and both right um I, you know when I think about emotional intelligence I I feel like those are the people that are are tapped into their understanding or their awareness um mm-hmm. and that's as far as I can go with it because I'm not extremely knowledgeable but for me I I'm very aware I'm aware of my emotions all the time I feel yeah. like that I'm tapped into other people's emotions also but I don't know if that's considered emotional intelligence or if it's just discernment or if it's just you know the way that I you know that I'm made sure yeah and and I do think some people are born are born with more of a propensity towards uh, their feelers Mm -hmm. can feel people um but so a yes some people are born with it but you can also grow in this this isn't set in stone okay so um, can a person grow into emotional intelligence sure yeah so first i want to say so what you're talking about is the first part of emotional intelligence which is um self-awareness okay. and so that that is a big part a lot of times people are not self-aware you know and that's a lot of what i do in my therapy sessions is is helping people tap into how they feel what's going on inside of them and and again, we don't learn these things a lot of times in our family of origin or 
church or um, we just kind of either deny our emotions and they, they explode or uh, we just don't know what to do with them. And so, so number one is self-awareness, which is great that you have that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, but then some people don't know what to do with self You know, they might be like, yeah, I can acknowledge I'm angry. I can acknowledge that, you know, I have rage. I can acknowledge that I'm really sad, but what, then what? Um, so the second part of emotional intelligence would be self-regulating. Okay. So, in, yeah. So instead of like, I'm angry, so I'm going to rage or I'm going to pop off, um, learning how to self-regulate, to take a step back and to not just emotionally react. I call them emotional triggers. So you, you might be very aware that you're being triggered emotionally and you're ready to, to fight or flight or freeze or whatever, but, but how, what do you do with that? And so the second part would be self-regulating, which could look like, you know, taking a deep breath. I mean, it doesn't have to be these big, huge things, literally just taking a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Um, deep breathing is a huge way to self self-regulate. Uh-huh. And I tell a lot of my clients, um, don't, it's like your brain sometimes going to overload when you're in conflict, when you're angry, when you're flooded with emotions and part of self-regulating is three, three breaths, a deep breath in of God's peace yeah. and then breathe out anger That's deep good. Breath and, and breathe out stress, whatever's emotion you're dealing with. And what that does, it literally gives your brain a second to, to reset, reset that so that you're not, um, just you that you're not just reacting out of emotions yeah that is yeah good. I you know what I do because because I am so tapped in and I'm very aware of every moment of every feel that I ever have and what I'll do is I'll just say okay so what is what is the truth in this what is, mm-hmm. what, is what is the lie in this like what is like to help me decipher through what I'm really feeling because a lot of times what I'm finding is some of the, the, some of the, because I'm a filler, some of the emotions that I'm feeling aren't, they, they're not even mine. They don't even belong to me. Right. So I'm having yeah. to step back and say, okay, there's nothing in my life that is out of sorts. Nothing is right. wrong. I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling whatever the feeling is. Who does this belong to? And what, do, where do I need to place this? So I, yeah. have, I have to do that a lot, you know? And that and, is, you know. that's your you're self-regulating. Okay. Um, and that would be the second step. And that's so good. I think part of self-regulating is saying, which lane am I in? You know, okay. and know that we're all created very powerful and yes. we have so much power in our lane. Yeah. You know, what we think, what we say, how we feel, um, what we wear, what we eat. So in our lane, we're super powerful, but in others lane, we're powerless. And that's where a lot of anxiety, frustration, all kinds of internal conflict comes. And part of when you're a feeler, when you have even high empathy and all these things, it's really important to know, to pause, breathe and to say, okay, which lane am I in? Like if I'm feeling somebody else and they should do this, or they're not doing this, or they should do this. And if they don't do this to understand, that's just a powerful lane or powerless lane. You're not powerful there. Let me get back into my lane. Yeah. So, I feeling. So what do you do then when, you know, you're in a lane that you can't, you don't have any control over, you know, like you are feeling anxiety or there, you know, it's, it's, you don't want to be reactive. Like someone has done something or said something and it's like, 
okay, I can't control what they're saying or what they've done. So, so what do you, what do you do with that? Sure. Well, I think it I, what probably would depend on the situation, but you know, if you're coming back to your life, if somebody is saying something that hurts your feelings or is being aggressive towards you, you know, if it's coming into your lane, sure, yeah. part of your lane is to, to address it, to say, this is how that makes me feel. Or, you know, I'm feeling this about our encounter. Is, is that true? Was that your intention? Was it your intention to throw shade? I, I don't know. What <laughs> right. You know, and uh, so that's being powerful, but their reaction, how they respond or don't respond, you've got to release that you know, or, or how they act or don't act. And in that it's really is hard because so, you know, in relationships, like we are intertwined and, and, and their actions do affect us and our actions affect them. But this just, the lane is always helpful for me just to be like, okay, my lane was to address it, to have vulnerability, to have integrity, you know, let your, the Bible says, let your yes be yes, your no be no kind of what I'm, what I'm saying is actually what's going on inside my heart. That's all my lane. And I could do that, but I have to release how that person responds or doesn't respond or. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. So what's the, what's the next thing? So we have. Okay. So, so um, self-regulating. So that's all within self-regulating, okay. you know, and what's my lane tape, taking deep breaths you know, praying, if you are, uh, even meditating, um, self-regulating. So the third is empathy, um, and empathy is the ability to identify and understand somebody else's emotions. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this, I'm especially in this culture we live in right now is we are so lacking empathy. It's like, uh-huh. it just come through politically, what we've just come through, um, with, with the pandemic and mask or no mask and racially and now the you know the we just, the war in Russia and Ukraine like these this is such a missing piece to our world right now yeah and it's like saying you know empathy isn't saying I have to agree with you sure like I, and I could have two be at two separate places in our political stance or what we want to eat for lunch, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I think a lot of times we think, okay, if we disagree, then my job is to have to get Monica to see it my way. Right. And then Monica has to try and get it, me to see it her way and agree with her. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't happen, then we're, we're at a war, right. you know, that's, that's not relationship. That's, that's how every fight, every relation, every war has started. I have to, so it becomes whoever has the strongest voice wins, whoever, you know, has the biggest bomb wins. Right. And this it's awful. And it's I always we, tell people this. I say I don't have to, I don't have to agree with you to understand. Right. No, I don't I don't have to agree with you to understand. My whole aim is to understand where you're coming from. And that's just it. I understand doesn't mean that I'm agreeing, but right as long as the person that's I think that's a level of respect. I believe is the key, the key to all to being able to do that is respecting the person that you're having this conversation with and saying, my ears are open and listening to what you have to say. Yeah. And and a lot of times all all people want. That is all they want. And it kind of, it brings water to this fire. If you just say, help me understand, tell me more about that and not into 
an, a situation feel like you have to defend your position and you have to have the other person agree with you and come. And, and so that really it falls under empathy. Empathy is saying like, I, I want to understand Monica, you know, your perspective, like, what was it like for you for X, Y, or Z? And, and then, and then I can relate, oh, you know, when I was, um, in a situation similar, this is how I felt. So I'm sure Monica must've been feeling this and, and finding a connection like, so uh, and, and so it's just, it's trying to understand someone else's perspective, um, and, and identifying, oh, that would make me, that would make me feel a certain way as well. When um, we first started talking about empathy, I was thinking to myself, oh boy, I wonder if this is something that can be learned. Like, you know, you always, you, I've always thought that being empathetic was just something that you were born with, but mm-hmm. hearing you talk about it in this way makes me feel like absolutely something that can be taught. You can be taught Ab- how to be empathetic just by doing yeah. that, having, be having, coming to the the realization that you don't have to agree, but at least you're trying to understand to create sure. some type of a common ground so that there's mutual respect in the exchange of this conversation. Absolutely. And you can learn it. I mean, studies are showing you can boost your EQ. You can learn empathy. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that is you just really focus on listening. Like, mm-hmm. like put just don't talk just just, just let, let me just listen to your story and not have an opinion not have a judgment just let me just listen yeah and and it's and it is it's like an exercise you know any any time you're building a muscle it's hard it's not natural but the more you do it let me just listen wow. we in our culture in our society we don't we are so we'll have an opinion you could be telling me what is in your heart. And I could be already formulating what I think about that, what I don't think about that, why this, and we, again, have come through a time in our history where that has been on fire. It's, and we're not hearing each other. We're not under, we have no empathy. It's just my perspective, what I think and why you're wrong. I mean, so, so yeah. So just practicing, let me just take a pause. Let me hear you. I don't need to respond. Let me just, that's how you grow it. Empathy. That's good. Okay. What do we have next? Okay. Um, number four is motivation. So like working towards goals, mm-hmm. that's a part. So, um, not, uh, even if there's trials or, uh, seemingly unsuccesses, I, they say the most, um, successful people in life are the ones who failed the most. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yes, <laughs> I can do that. So <laughs> I got this. I mean, the best speakers are the ones who have bombed the most. Uh-huh. The best, um, you know, inventors are the ones who have thousands of inventions that didn't go, go through. Or the best songwriters are the ones who have, for every one song that's successful, 300 that nobody right. knows about. Right. And so even looking at, failures which they're not like reframing that it's not a failure every time you put one foot in front of the other towards something is a success even if it bombs even if I mean I think about even public speaking I was very shy most of my 
like, I mean, not personally, but if I'd get on stage, it's like, I couldn't put a, couldn't put a, couldn't formulate a word. And then knowing, you know, what God's called me to communication is like what he's called me to, but there were some horrible times. (laughs) It's like, why, why am I, I, no one even understands what I'm saying. And, um, which is so hard to believe because like I said, when I first met you or heard you speak, I was completely like leaned in and just like I'm a, usually a talker when <laughs> this is terrible but I, I don't have a very high, long attention span when you know people are talking so I'm usually like joking or laughing with someone that's next right. to me. and like the whole time that you were talking like I literally was just everything stopped because I was oh, mesmerized, completely mesmerized like this is everything she is everything so it's really hard to hear that <laughs> that means a lot to me coming from you I, that's awesome but and not but knowing how many times that hasn't happened none of that was failure and not that that happens every time I speak but you know what I'm saying like they're all it's all opportunity for growth right and so reframing that that um every I mean the Bible says he works God works all things for your good yeah. And that means all things. That means your messes. That means your mistakes. That means your bombs. That none of it is wasted, and it's all growing you for yeah. so. So motivation, not getting stuck, not getting stuck in. Oh, I tried that, and I'm gonna just you know do nothing now, or mm-hmm. let fear come in, and so I I don't move forward. Or apathy. Apathy is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So so pushing past all those things. Um, and then the last one is social skills and that's how do I manage relationships, um, that benefit me and also benefit others. That's so good. Wow. Relationships. Relationships is huge. So this is a good place to pause and do come back next week for part two. And we'll talk about relationships and a little bit more about emotional intelligence with Amy Bolstead. Thank you so much for tuning in, friends, to another edition of Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry. Until we meet again, until we speak again, I'll see you soon. Bye. Mwah.